Welcome to another edition of What's What BR. We have special guest with us today, Ms. Anita William Thomas. How are you? I am great. Happy, how happy, having a great day, and um, looking forward to uh, what we're going to happen tomorrow. Have a big day tomorrow with the children and the Mardi Gras parade. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, real quick for anybody, if you don't know Ms. Renita, you probably should, but she is one of the owners of In Loving Arms Pediatric Day Health Center and has been doing that for how many years has it been? been uh, we will be celebrating our ninth year in July this year. Ninth year. So for those that are under a brick house, you know, and don't have any idea, give us the kind of rundown on what you guys do over there because you're not the typical, not a daycare, you know, not typical at the end of the day. So. That's correct. We're actually atypical. We are actually um, a daycare for medically fragile children. So In Loving Arms is a pediatric day health center, and that's our formal name. But what we do is we're similar to a home health agency, but we consider ourselves a home health agency within four walls. So breathing tubes, feeding tubes, respirators, ventilators, rare genetic syndromes, premature birth, complications of, of early birth. We care for those children so moms can return to work or return to school. Wow. That's a, that's a lot more than, you know, keeping up with the normal, you know, crazy three-year-old. So in that vein, you know, what made you, what made you, you got a nursing background, right? And you. spent a number of years, I think at the lake, if I remember right. What, what made you take that leap? Like where was, did you see the void or was it, you know, like I saw patients at the lake and then I'm hearing the stories and said, we can fix this. There's a gap. What was it? Okay. Um, very good question. And thanks for asking. I am a nurse, a master's uh, educated nurse um, with pediatrics as my primary background, but I did work at the lake for many years and it wasn't until I worked at Earl K. Long on a PRN assignment or a temporary assignment and we had a, a mom in the hospital that wasn't able to meet the needs of her child. The child was premature. So I decided to be a foster mom and I brought that child into our home and, we're, and she just completely changed our lives. But the child had complications of premature birth. So she was on continuous oxygen and the apnea monitor. And it wasn't until I got ready to return to work that I realized that there was nowhere for that child to go. So in other words, I kept calling around. Everybody kept saying, no, we don't care for those kind of children. And at that point, I decided instead of taking the road, let's travel, I created my own road. And we started the Pediatric Day Health Center to meet the needs of medically fragile children. That's a that's an awesome story. I didn't even know. I, that was a real honest question. I was curious and didn't necessarily know what the story was, but that's a neat way that's there's that's usually how it starts though. You know, it's the simplest thing. It's not somebody mm -hmm. writing a business plan, you know, saying, oh, they can go make some money. It's like there's a need. And like you said, call around, nobody's there. So, Nine years, you guys, though, but what I do know is you just got a new facility. You just built yes. a new facility from right. the ground we up. Are, we're the proud parents of an almost 8,000 square foot facility and it is state of the art. And in, in creating the facility, we, it was a smorgasbord between daycare center and hospital, mini clinic. So it's state-of-the-art walk-in, don't touch lights, and it's just a great facility. We have a therapy suite. We have a consultation room for moms that are coming or applicants that are coming to do applications. We've got a huge play yard that's, that has medically fragile adaptive equipment 
movement so all of our children can enjoy the playground as well as all of the other facility. So it is an absolutely beautiful facility and we are very proud that we are now in that facility. Wow. Well, tell me, I do know leading question and also, you know, being transparent for everybody, but I do know the answer to this, but the question, you know, you have, you provide transportation to and from the facility, but have you always done that? Was that just in, you know, we, we found that this has to happen and there's, it's more than just a jumping on a bus due to the child coming. Right. Um, again, excellent question. When we, when I created the, um, the floor plan, the wherewithals for a facility like this, I took into consideration all of my years of nursing uh, experience and background. And I always saw that there was a um, disparity you know, there was an unmet need and transportation was always a barrier to care. So whether that was going for doctor's appointments or going to the hospital, they were catching city buses, they were doing Ubers, they were doing taxis. So in building my business plan, I decided that I wanted to make sure that transportation was not a barrier to the care of the children that we provided services for. So we do hire a bus driver that is CPR trained. We make sure that each morning that bus driver is accompanied by a nurse or a trained medical assistant to make sure that the children can come to the facility every day and they're coming to the facility with the with the kit with the wherewithals to make sure that they are transported carefully and knowledgeably. Wow. How long does what ages? Where do you start? And then where do you stop? Okay, we start with our NICU graduates, we call them. So these are the children that are coming straight out of the NICU. And so they start as as early as probably, you know, four to six weeks, sometimes they're you know, three weeks max, and then they go all the way up to 12 years. Now, when we say 12 years, holidays, break, summer vacations, we care for those children up to prepubertal age of 12 years old. So we care for the ones up to five years old that transition to school or regular school or maybe South Downs or some developmentally appropriate environment. But then past there, we can care for them up to 12 years old, summers, holidays, and breaks. Wow. And that's what's neat, especially nowadays, you know, parents, are, they've got to find an answer. Like I said, it's amazing that, that you guys are able to provide this. How, how does somebody go about, you know, getting to work with you guys? This can't be, this isn't the normal off the street, you know, person, right? You know, there's got to be accreditations or trainings or certain things, you know, I can only imagine, you don't want me there, put it that way, you know? <laughs> Right. So if someone is interested in, in Loving Arms, we our referral sources have traditionally been physicians' offices and, of course, our pediatric specialists, so such as gastroenterologists, uh, um, a pediatric pulmonologists. We have um, all the different specialties because the children that are coming to us are multi-developmentally challenged. So if you think about a child that's premature, it's like their brain is early and their, their gastro system is early and their lungs are early. So all of those specialists that work with them to make sure that they get on the trajectory of a normal or as normal as they can be, we're working with those moms and those, uh, those uh, physician sources. So our referral sources will send us those children. And if there's anyone within the community that may know of a cousin or a coworker or a friend in Loving Arms certainly has some open spaces and we're looking to fill those spaces with, you know, for those babies. You've got now 8,000 square feet, you know, yes. and some change, you know, people to keep up with kids there. You've got room still there's mm -hmm. somebody listening, you know, there's a parent out there who needs, you know, the help. You've got still some capacity, right? Yes. So, 
Yeah, so what happens next? You know, do you, you obviously, you know, you built this vision. Do you have, is there a glimpse you can show us, you know, of what comes down the road, you know? Well, you know, it's we've gone, we've grown from uh, our initial location to this being our third location. And of course, it's all it's always been my vision to not only look at other Louisiana locations, but there's always uh, looking outside of Louisiana, maybe to Texas, maybe to Mississippi, wherever there is a need. So we're continuing to, you know, look at, you know, the expansion possibilities. And prior to COVID, we had two other expansion sites that we had solidified. And of course, all of the upheaval that, you know, accompany that, we kind of put that on hold. Uh, didn't quite mention the team, and the team is a spectacular part of how we are able to provide such excellent care. So my team consists of RNs, LPNs, medical assistants, occupational speech, and physical therapists. So essentially, we are a one-stop shop. When the mom brings their baby here, in addition to transportation and bringing the child here, they also have a wide range of therapeutic options, making sure that the children's once they get here, all of their needs are met. We also have a dietitian and a social worker that works with us to make sure that the wraparound services are very complete. Well, no, I've met some of the team there. You guys have done, you built a wonderful team, but I will say, because you probably wouldn't say, but I know you are very hands-on, you know, yeah. actively there. So for anybody listening, you know, it's, I've, every time I meet, I can just call the front desk and just ask, you know, who's pretty there? Yeah, hang on one second. It's, you're not distant, you know, you're active. And so I think it's important for people to know if they want to come sit and talk with you that they can call you up and take a time and you'll come talk, right? Right. My, my, my method has always been 90% on the business, 10% in the business. So even though I'm here, I'm working to see how we can do things a little different, how we can, you know, safeguard something, how we can buy more effectively and more efficiently. So the 90% on, 10% in keeps me actively involved and in the know. But at the same time, I am still working to make sure that we improve and grow the business. That's awesome. So where are all the three locations? Okay, now we actually have one pediatric day health center, but we have two regular or traditional daycare centers, but we're looking to expand the, the pediatric model in a couple of the other sites. The two sites that we had prior to COVID, we were able to, you know, we, we decided not to move forward because there was so much uncertainty, but now we're looking at identifying additional sites. So we haven't solidified, but if you had asked me February 15th, I could have given you the addresses of the other sites that we were planning to move in prior to the end of 2020. Wow. That's, but you know, it's funny. I've said this now twice and, you know, we are to date ourselves. We're February 10th right now. And I've said it twice so far this week, people are starting to talk about this COVID situation. And I'm starting to hear a little bit of like the past tense, not yes. that it's gone, not that it's over, but people are looking like, okay, well, now that things are getting, you know, back or things are changing, you know, we're looking to do this again. And before the narrative was, we have no idea. So I feel a little bit of it's, some of the gears are starting to churn. Some people are starting to think, you know, obviously it'll be a little bit different, but it's, it's exciting to hear that, you know, that people are looking and it's, Totally agree. And of course, COVID is always good and bad, you know, pre and post COVID. But what COVID has taught us 
is making sure that, you know, the over sanitation and the over, you know, being over zealous and making sure that our babies, because we have done a wonderful job of remaining COVID, COVID free in this facility with our babies, with our staff, but we've always cleaned and we've all it kind of made us do a little bit more doorknob cleaning and a little bit more you know so we've taken extra precautions to make sure that our babies and our staff you know are, are taken care of in this COVID climate so it's made us over zealous and made us take a look at what more can we do to protect those that take care of us and we are protecting such as our patients. It's such an important service that you guys are providing to the community that I think enough people don't probably know about it. And I think people need to know that there are options because I can, it's when you've got the need, a uh, child with those special needs, you know, makes everything hard. And then to complicate the matter, it's one of those imploding on itself. It's like, well, I need to be able to get to work so I can help the child, but I can't get to work to help the child because I've got to take care of the child. And Absolutely. it's, it's amazing. So I appreciate everything you guys are doing and, even more so, we're taking a little time to explain it to everybody. So, no problem. We just invite the, the, the public to come and see us at 2315 Harding Boulevard and in Loving Arms. And Loving Arms, Loving is our middle name. There you go. Well, thank you for the time today and again, sharing with us. And uh, hopefully, we'll have you come back on and tell us what's going on with after you get more closer to some of these other, you know, I can see the wheels of wheels are moving. Yes. Thank you so much for having us, and we look forward to serving this community. Thanks for all having us. Thank you.